Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Junior Funners. Week four, episode four. Uh, New Hope. We're getting into the good ones now. So it's finally getting good. Finally. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, So, yeah, welcome back to Junior Funners, the uh, official, official, the official Arsenal fan podcast. Uh, With me, your host, Ollie Munster. Hello. And my luscious co-host... Mr. Lawrence Yates. Hello. That's, there he is. Oh, look at him. What a sweetheart. And uh, this week, it's a week of firsts. The sound might be a little bit weird. Uh, I'll explain why in a minute. Um, it's because we are, we normally have a microphone each here in the Fun Shack, but today we are two to a mic. Well, two to one mic. There's three of us here, basically, is what I'm trying to say, because we have our first ever guest, Mr. Gary Hill. Hello. Hey. Is that that's the crow going wild in the background? Yeah, it's, it's like Steve Wright's show. He's always got like a crowd of people in there with him that cheer every stupid fucking thing he says. Um, yeah, that's right, Steve Wright. I'm coming after you. I expect this this evening. Yeah, a whole audience. Oh. Yeah, is the um, hype man coming? Mm-hmm. Do I have to bring mine in? Yeah, we got uh, we got uh, Flavor Flav um, coming oh, nice. in. Nice. Um, it's coming straight from. Um, Straight from Bournemouth Airport, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I expect a guy like Dizzy Rascal has. He has three people on stage that just say the last word of every sentence that he says. Yeah, is that cool? That's that. Yeah, I mean, what? That's a great job. I mean, I want that yeah, job. Yeah, you just bounce yeah. around, do some drugs. Yeah, go bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Go, some people. Well, some people think he's bonkers. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. Think, I just think he's free. I think he's free. Mm. I think he's free. Yeah. Yeah. If anything. You know, I, I mean, I've also heard rumours that he's a junkie, but I mean, that's a, a whole different thing. But anyway, yeah, Gary's here, everybody. <laughs> Gary's here. Hey, hey, hey. We we got Gary. We got a lot, all the other podcasts tried to snipe him out from under us, but no, no, we got him. We got him. <laughs> so, uh, so Gary's uh, a, a, a another member of the uh, fantasy football league that Lawrence and I are both a part of, the uh, Bona League, as it's known. I know she took a while to to name it there. The, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying, <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to think if there was a better way of uh, setting it up, but no. Nah. So, Sound like you might be ashamed of that name, yeah. Why would I be ashamed of Bonally? <laughs> Bonally. I mean, uh, when I talk to people about it, I don't really tell them what league. Same, I mean. yeah, I just say I'm in a fantasy football yeah, league. Yeah, fantasy football league, and then if I show someone the, the league, I'm, I just quickly scroll down from the top so they can't see the... The title. I think I, I named it as well, so it is, oh. it is, it is all my fault, but... Um, I don't know. It makes me smile every time I see it. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's lost all context to me now. It's the Bona League. It is. Yeah. It's exactly. It's, it's just not, become. It's not very phallic anymore. Exactly. It's just yeah. 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 It's kind of lost all meaning. It's like the the Premiership. It's like you know that might have had another saucier meaning at one point, but now it's you know whatever. Um, <laughs> well, it's now the Premier League. Uh, yeah. So Premier it's League. not it's not the Carling. Is it Carling? Carling Premiership. Carling Premier. Yeah. It's no, been a it's lot of things. The uh, I don't even know what it is now. Um, Nestle, Cadbury, I don't know. <laughs> the Amazon Prime, the uh, Shell Premier. I mean, yeah. we're joking, but these are all going to be future sponsors of of the Premiership yeah. or like the Carabao Cup or the yeah that famous Cabaro, drink. I don't even the know. Caribou Cup. Yeah, Caribou. Uh, yeah, that's so. what my dad always calls it. The Caribou Cup. <laughs> <laughs> They've all banded together. It's yeah. They haven't even got pockets. I don't know where they they're organised. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. But um, anyway, enough enough riffing for for the moment. Um, so. We are full disclosure, listeners. We're not um, 
we're not sort of doing this in in real time. We're recording it immediately after the previous episode, so not a whole lot of news to catch up on, as far as we're concerned. Where you are, a whole bunch of stuff's probably happened, but um, you know, we'll work our way up to that. But we did manage to somehow avoid talking about a few things that have uh, happened recently. Again, that's a relative term for us. It's recent. Um, we should probably talk about the the PFA team of the year because that's uh, quite a quite a hot <laughs> quite a hot bed of controversy um, at the moment amongst football fans. Um, for those that don't know, the PFA, the Players Football Association, um, each year it's a it's an association, as the name suggests, made up of football players, uh, and they each vote for the team of the year. So each each player in each each position. So you got you know the goalkeeper of the year, two centre backs, and so on and so forth, um, and I, I don't. I think when do they vote on this? Does anyone know? Because I, I have a suspicion that they vote on it in like February because that's kind of the only way this makes any sense. Well, I think we're gonna probably get onto the reason why this is controversial. But yeah, because well, basically Paul Pogba's the only uh, non-Man City or Liverpool player in it. Yeah, to me that suggests that they vote on it. And middle of March? Yeah. Basically, when when it was his hot streak? It was about a month ago, wasn't that's, it? Yeah, that's, that's... Between Christmas and mid-March. That's what I reckon as well, because... Again, this is the team of the season. This is supposed to be players that have, you know, been performing at a certain level for the entire season. And, uh, you know, however good that streak was that Paul Pogba had, it definitely was not an entire season's worth of... Of uh, goodness, it, I mean, he up until December when Mourinho was still in charge, he was kind of he looked like a different player than the one that had won the World Cup a couple of months before. Uh, and then once Mourinho left, he then flourished, and then United are kind of back where they were. You know, won whatever it is, two matches in nine or whatever. Um, so yeah, that now looks an incredibly weird choice to have him in the the team of the season, and like you said, not only in the team of the season. The only non, you know, uh, the only non Liverpool or Man City player in the team. Yeah, it's a weird one, but I I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate for for Pogba. Okay. Because I do enjoy a stat, mm. and I was looking at his stats yesterday, and he's actually he's done pretty well for a, for a central midfielder box to box. Yeah. He's got pretty good goal stats. I think he's got 13 this season. And he's got yeah. quite a few assists for his position, but what I what I did didn't think about, and I looked at earlier, is that I think half of those goals are penalties. I was going to say he's got a lot. of He's penalties. on penalties, so yeah. I know that's kind of weighted. So I think he's got seven seven penalties this season. Yeah, but he, maybe the rest of the Man U team makes him look better. I don't know. Yeah, I, by comparison, yeah. He's, I mean, he's <laughs> when you watch it, like I watched him in the Man City Man United game yesterday. Yeah, and. He, he's one of those guys who he plays like he's playing with his mates. You know, mm. he's he's got quite an attitude to him. But yeah, you still can still see that he he's got another like three gears he can step up if he wanted to. Yeah. The problem is, he shouldn't have to want to step up. He should be always playing at. It, you know. Yeah, that's the, I guess that's the point that that I would make is that yeah, this is this is supposed to be like a a, a team of the season. You think like players that have performed at. Uh, at or above or at a certain level for the entirety of the season, and I would say that pretty much all the other, all the other players in this in this team have done that. Um, 
but yeah, Pogba had a, a, a run of a few months or a couple of months, you know, maybe eight weeks or so where he was, where he, what he genuinely did start to look like the player that they paid all that money for. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't, it, it's, it's all kind of just like that. It's kind of, he's kind of, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. He's kind of proving he can take it all away as easily as he can switch it on. I don't know. I don't know what he's up to, but yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer. If, for United fans, it must be I guess frustrating. De- to say I guess it depends if his agent wants to try and uh, bump bump up his transfer value. So yeah. Uh, oh, he's rumored to uh, go to uh, Barcelona. I right hear. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start playing well, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Score a couple of penalties. Put yourself in the shop window, nice. and uh, yeah. Yeah, he seems to be from like when Mourinho is at at Manu as well. It seems to be that Pogba does have quite a big influence in the dressing room. Obviously, he's quite a big personality, so yeah. that's obviously going to translate into the dressing room. Yeah, I think he's still pretty young, but he's so he's such a good player that he kind of I guess he can back it up. He you also know, yeah, he's sort of like a a less dickheadish version of uh, Ibrahimovic in that way, where he does seem to yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, he, like you said, big personality, uh, but he is able to back it up with how good he is on the pitch. But he's not a dick about it, like Ibrahimovic was. Yeah, because if you had, I don't know, maybe this is unfair. I doubt he's going to be listening. But if it was Jesse Lingard, who was not playing up to his mm. to his standard and you know angling for a move or like trying to get rid of the manager, yeah, he he'd be at Burnley now. I was gonna say yeah, Pogba pretty, is not a Burnley. Pretty cause... quickly, yeah, he'd be he'd be moved on to Everton or something like that, or Burnley. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. true. A lot but of Walcott's got that spot at <clears throat> Everton, so yeah, he's making that Everton money. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean Lingard did a pretty good job yesterday of uh, fluffing that open goal. Yeah, that was that was kind of mad um, that he managed to. I don't know. Yeah, might have, maybe it was just unlucky. I don't know, but yeah, it was. Crazy. I think he was he was put off by the fact that Vincent Company was doing like a scorpion kick in front of him. Yeah, I think Company might have got a shin to it, but it it didn't it didn't move it enough for him to miss it completely. He, company was not fucking around in that match. Like he, he got booked after about ten minutes for what was like his third or fourth foul. By that point, it was like yeah, he he obviously took those comments about um, City just kicking players and doing tactical fouls. <laughs> Which is nonsense. I mean, like, there's no there's no stat that bears that out at all. But like, that's Solskjaer trying to do the trying to do the Fergie style mind games, you know, in a very yeah. kind of pathetic sort of way. Um, of just you know, just saying shit in the press to get a reaction. But yeah, company was uh, was not having it. Yeah, company. I thought company last night. Obviously, his legs are gone. Yeah, he's. He's there. He's because getting on now. He's yeah. He's, yeah, like 33, 34, mm. something like that. And that that Man City team, they've moved on now from yeah. that. But he's still there for whatever reason. I guess maybe he wants to retire there, and he's got another season in him. I think he, yeah, he's it's a. I think it's just like a figurehead thing. Then like, they do like charity stuff now. Isn't yeah. he sort of like a? Yeah, he does quite a lot of community stuff, doesn't he? They volunteers at Oxfam. I saw him. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it might just be like a figurehead thing. Like he's such a kind of totem at the club, um, and he hasn't squandered his goodwill in the way that someone like Yaya Torre did. Um, I mean, to be fair, they didn't get him a birthday cake, so yeah. you know, yeah, justice, uh, justice for Yaya. Yeah, don't, don't Yaya Torre and Pogba have the same agent? Rayola, that Rayola guy. Oh, maybe. I, I think don't know. they do. Yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. about right. That would yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. 
No. But, but yeah, uh, I feel like company in that game yesterday, it looked like they were, the rest of the two teams were like under 14s playing. Yeah. And then one of them, you know, they're a, they're a centre-back short, so one of their dads has given someone a lift. Or a, yeah, like And he's like, oh, I used to play, I used to play at the weekends. Do you want me to, uh, yeah, I've got my boots in the, in yeah. the boot. Yeah. yeah. I can step up, I can step up. Or like, yeah, like an like a much older cousin or something. Yeah, just, and yeah. he's just smashing the shit because yeah. he hasn't got the pace. He's just smashing them all. Yeah. Yeah, which I mean, I'd do that, to be honest, because yeah. I can't, I haven't got the pace. Nah. Well, the strength, so maybe I couldn't do that. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'll go and go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So not to detract from the. I mean, if we just quickly run down the rest of the, the team of the year. Um, so we've got Edison in goal. We all agree with. I mean, I I would have picked Allison. I think for mm. Liverpool, but I Edison has had a pretty great. It's his yeah. first season, isn't it, in the Premiership? It's, yeah. Allison. Yeah. yeah. After that Champions League final debacle, mm. I think Liverpool had it enough. Oh, no, I meant Edison. It's his, his first season. Oh, sorry. Well, it? uh, yeah. Is it his second season? season it's his second season, yeah. Because, wait. They are Bravo before, didn't they? Yeah. I think it's his second season. I can't remember. But, um, but yeah. Or, I or, I don't know, is there anyone else you'd pick? Uh, I mean, out of those two. To think. Um, oh, come on, come on. I only put him on spot. Uh, <laughs> uh, hmm. No. I think... And if you take out the top few goalkeepers, obviously the Man City goalkeeper, the Liverpool goalkeeper, yeah. are all going to not concede that many goals because they're in those teams. Yeah. But I think Ben Foster at Watford's done pretty well. Yeah. He has in had terms a of shots season. stopped. Yeah. Um, he's had a good season, especially uh, he's what like early thirties, so he's not. Mm. I mean, he's not young, but he's not like it's not like he's going to retire next year. He's yeah. He's a he's good solid from, keeper. He's retired from playing for England, but he's not. He's at that point in his career he's stopped doing international football but he's not retiring from about someone football. like I don't know Jordan Pickford or is he a bit too um... he's he's been up and down this season he's mm. sort of because the the goal he let in in the Liverpool match was just sort of silly yeah um, and then there was the whole thing with Newcastle where he was um, kind of goad in the crowd oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um. I like Jordan Pickford a lot, and I, I like that he's kind of um, just mad. But but yeah, it, I, I I would prefer that he's able to kind of like back it up by being a good player first and foremost because he we we need him for England really. Yeah, he's a he's an interesting character. Have, yeah. you, have you seen what he's got on his stitched on his boots? No, he's a, I think it was just for the uh, World Cup. But on the uh, on the back of boots, you know, like Beckham had his number and like kids' names and that. Yeah. But Jordan Pickford just had "Get the Rave On" on the back of his <laughs> boots, just stitched on there. So That's he seems funny. to be a bit of a um, yeah, bit of a party animal. Yeah. So. Wasn't that recently a story that he was um, in a fight with somebody involved in a street brawl? I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah apparently, club. someone yeah. said something about his. Uh, the people were giving him some jit, and he yeah. was like, oh, "That's fine." And then someone said something about his girlfriend or fiance or something, and he. Yeah. Um, he got the rave on. He got on that guy's head. <laughs> rave on, allegedly. Rave right on. Um, so yeah, Edison in goal. I think is probably, you know, again, I probably would have gone with Allison, but yeah, I understand Edison is the choice there. I feel like they're kind of interchangeable for me. Both Brazilian, both like yeah, kind of sweeper keepery. You know, a bit like good with their feet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think in terms of you could probably say that Edison's made more like kind of 
theatrical saves, like in terms of like kind of ones that look good for the cameras. I think Edison seems to have done more of those. Yeah, he seems more of like more, more of a showman. Yeah, more of like an extrovert yeah. keeper. I mean, I'm gonna be a bit devil's advocate. I could argue De Gea because he saved his team from um, losing several games. All on his own to an extent, but yeah, yeah, true. But again, if we're talking over the entire yeah. season, he has made quite a few high-profile cock-ups. Yeah, recently, yeah, but yeah. Anyway. Same with I think it's the same reason that, like Lloris hasn't really been. Mm. No one's really talking about Lloris being keeper of the season because he's made a few too many um, yeah. boo-boos. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at uh, clean sheets for this season, and De Gea has only got seven clean sheets this season. That's mad. Yeah. So you got uh, Allison's got eighteen. Well, I would yeah. pick Allison because he's in the fantasy got team. Other than mm. so, yeah. I think yeah, Man U they normally had a pretty solid defense, but this season it's just it's sort of their whole thing is yeah, it's just all falling apart, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean it's going to happen when you've got got Phil Jones at the back, who I think's just signed a new contract. <laughs> oh, good. So you know, after that um, debacle last night against Man City, I guess Man U fans at least got that to hang on to. Yeah, yeah, at least they know Big Phil's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Or at least he's not going out anywhere without a uh, pretty hefty transfer fee, you have to yeah. imagine. Um, Nearly double figures, I imagine. I was going to say, what yeah. what what on earth could anyone pay for... <sighs> Man. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, across the, the, the back four in the, uh, the team of the year, we've got um, Alexander Ar- Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, and then Virgil van Dijk, Emmerich Laporte, and then Andrew Robertson. Um, but pretty much agree with... With that, um, mm. I'd maybe put Kyle Walker in there. I don't know. I, maybe I just like Kyle Walker, though. I don't know. I, but, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I mean, Van Dyke definitely um, yeah. it, it should be there. If Liverpool win the title, it's because of him. Pretty much, yeah. I think between I'd him say. and Alisson, it, yeah, that's that's been the, the key change in their whole system, the whole way they play everything. It's all kind of, yeah, down to them. Yeah, because the well, they signed him last January, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And I think before that, the season before that as well, they were just shipping goals. They were scoring a lot, but they were shipping a lot. Yeah, they were winning matches like 4-3 every other week. Yeah. Um, but now they've got him in. He's just, you know, they've got a leader at the back. And that's, if you're, in a, if you're in a, wanting to win a title, Yeah, you need someone at the back. Who's... Yeah. It, yeah, he seems, he everyone kind of scoffed at the crazy money they paid for him. But I mean, so far he does seem to be the real deal. Um, so it's sort of like, yeah, they might have paid an insane amount of money for him, but if they win the title, you can't really complain about that, I guess. Yeah, he's, I mean, say he got them to the Champions League final last year. Yeah. So that's paid some money back. You know, they're pushing for the title this season. They could also get to the Champions League final again. Yeah. That's the money covered. Yeah. So, probably uh, worth it. And then, yeah, um, alongside Pogba in midfield, you've got Fernandinho and Bernardo Silva. Um, you could make the argument that... Fernandinho, because he's struggled with injury a lot this season. He's, I think he's, he's not, he's not featured as heavily for City as he has done in previous seasons. Um, so I suppose you could say that again, doing hit, uh, doing the devil's advocate thing, team of the season. Has he sort of done enough this season to get in the team? But the games that he has played in, I mean, City's win ratio when he's in the team versus when he's not kind of speaks for itself, I guess. Um, and they have missed him a lot when he's not been in the side. But yeah, and then Bernardo Silva, um, just an insane season for him um, this season. Yeah, just scored some amazing goals and 
been very key in very big matches for, for City overall. I, think it, I wouldn't disagree with having him in there. Yeah, I think that's right. When they signed him, because he's that like small guy who's like a attacking midfielder, not quite a winger because he's not fast enough. Yeah. But kind of not, you know, he's not a battling midfielder. Yeah. And you kind of think they've got, they've got David Silva, they've got De Bruyne in that yeah. position. They've got some others that I can't even think of because it's, you know, that's a longer list. Yeah, they've got Mahrez and... Yeah. It, like, all the ones that are still in, like, Delph and, like... It's like <laughs> Delph's a bit more of a battler, but, yeah, like, yeah, the, you, all the players that they've got. You kind of thought, when I, they signed him, I thought, well, is that he's just is he just going to sit on the bench? Yeah. Is he is he an improvement on, you know, De Bruyne? Yeah. Or David Silva? But he's come in, he's played... I think he's been pretty consistently in the team. I think, yeah, he's played all but, like, two matches so far this season in the league, so... Yeah, and I think, yeah. I think he's got a lot of assists. Yeah, I think... I. I I suppose it's lucky for them that yeah, with De Bruyne being injured for such large chunks of the season, um, that he has stepped up in the way that he has. Because yeah, without a lot of his goals and his assists, I don't know if they'd be. I don't know if the title challenge um, would be as close as it is. You could argue. No, I think he's because De Bruyne has been injured quite a lot. He's obviously just filled that gap really. Yeah. You give him another body, which is yeah quite a good body. But that hot, sounds a bit hot, weird. A hot body. He's a hot body. Hot bod. Hot body in a very yeah. footballing sense. Yeah, a very hot, sexy footballing body. Um, and then yeah, and then up front, uh, out on the wings, you got uh, Raheem Sterling and Saudi Mane either side, and then uh, up top you got Sergio Aguero. Um, Aguero just seems like almost too much of an obvious choice, but then I suppose there is a reason for that. Like it's kind of you kind of want to see someone else be the best because he's just been the best for so long but again you take a step back for a second and yeah I guess there's a, there is a reason for that um, yeah true because there was all that hype when Guardiola first came to the club that like he's you know he's sort of going to slowly phase him out of the team and he wasn't a Guardiola style player or whatever and mm. he, he apparently didn't get along right away but I don't know he's he's stuck around not only is he stuck around like he's continued what he's done under all the other city managers and one of the best that's ever played in in the league I guess you, you know just and he's still doing it yeah I think his goals to game ratio is better than Omri maybe I think I know he's 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 reached 150 goals for one club which I think is only like, I think it's, it's only it's like Omri Shearer and Wayne Rooney I think are the only other players that have uh, ever ever done that so yeah I think he's, he's definitely on that level yeah, because he's still playing, he's obviously not... You don't quite put them on the shelf of, like, Premier League greats yet. Because yeah. he obviously hasn't finished his career. You know, he could be terrible. He could, I, yeah. I mean, even if he's terrible for the next three seasons, he's still... I was going to say, yeah. Still a better record than most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, as soon as he retires or moves elsewhere, I think he's going to be put up on that shelf. There'll be a statue of him outside yeah. the A-head, yeah, for because sure. Because he kind of defines that. He does, yeah. That era, doesn't he? He came in like 2012, I think, so... Yeah. Maybe three or four years after they got all the... Yeah. All the money. And, yeah, he's been... Probably, well, he's certainly been their best player that whole time. Yeah. Him and company probably are there Consistently, too. yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah, and like I said, he's still still doing it, still scoring uh, crazy goals in important matches, and yeah. And then, yeah, Raheem Sterling could make the argument he's been the player of the season. Yeah. Um... I think so. I was never a massive fan of Sterling, 
I think a lot of I people th- weren't. I thought he was decent, but I think when he was at Liverpool, I don't like Liverpool. Just right. put it out there. <laughs> yeah. Not a massive fan of Liverpool. Just, you know, just to put that bias out there. So when he was right. at Liverpool, I kind of, you know, tried to any way to discount him and say, oh no, it's because of this or because of that. Yeah. But he's been at City for a few years now and he's just consistently good. And he had a difficult World Cup, I think. Yeah. Didn't really fit the system that England was trying to play, but it's you kind of need to play him. But I think this season yeah. he's really stepped up, and I think under, do you, yeah. Do you guys think he's world class now? That's what I, I think he's stepped up to I th- be yeah. I was so world class. Yeah, I think I think yeah. under Guardiola he's gone from yeah being like a, a what I would say is, yeah a promising young player into the real deal. Like, I think he is he is one of the best right now in the world. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean only time will tell if he stays at that level. But but yeah. Right now, he does. He, it, it seems as though it's all finally all the hype and everything around him, and all the stuff he's kind of had to overcome. It's all kind of finally coming together for him. Yeah, and he just kind of fits in that. Like a lot of the big teams now are playing like three up top with you know a striker and then two kind of wingers. You know that yeah. the uh, what was it called when you like inverted. reversed? Yeah, inverted, inverted wings, wingers. Yeah. You know he he prefers to play on the on the left so he can cut in. Yeah. Um, and he just fits that system, so you know he could, you know he could easily go to Barcelona and yeah, fit into that front three very easily. Mm. Um, With his old mate Louis, yeah, what a cunt! Oh, someone, um, <laughs> if I want to do a little um, a side note again, I was watching, I saw a video of um, when Barcelona played a Villarreal, but it was there was they didn't have anyone in attendance. Oh, okay, and uh, one of those closed doors yeah. matches, and. Um, uh, uh, Luis Suarez was in on goal and he missed and they had it in translation it said ah fucking hell Luis he says that to himself he shouted at himself so he's the guy that talks to himself yes. in the third person yeah like uh, like Gil from the Simpsons ah yeah. oh, Louis, you really blew it this time <laughs> I've never heard him speak but I imagine that's how he's Luis Suarez sure sounds he sounds exactly like that yeah um, I wish what he should sound like this it's more about that <laughs> Yeah, he's constantly like, whistling, uh, like, unintentionally. Yeah. Or like um, Austin Powers, he's got yeah. really big teeth, like Austin Powers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, then Mane on the other wing. Um, again, kind of for, in a season where Mo Salah took a little while to get going, um, Mane seems to have stepped up in terms of like the goals he scores each game and the goals he sets up. He he really seems to have flourished this season. Um, in a not that like you wasn't playing well before but he, he seems to have become like one of the main guys at Liverpool now um, with like I said Salah taking a while to get going and Firmino seeming to have sort of dropped off a little bit in terms of his I don't know whether he's just been unlucky this season or what but it's not quite come together for, for Firmino overall so he's become a very important player at Liverpool yeah he's done well this season mm. Mane I think uh, he has scored a lot of goals the only issue, well, apart from uh, the only issue I have with him, apart from the fact that he plays for Liverpool, yeah, obviously, which you know, there's not much he can do about that, yeah, apart from you know, move, <laughs> but you know, could, he's doing well. Could happen to any of us. Yeah, just go to, Man, to any of go to Man City. They all do eventually. Yeah, um, is that there was that run about a month ago when he scored like nine or ten in a row, yeah, in the league, and I was like, he's doing really well now. I'll put him in my fantasy team. Yeah, so I stuck him in. Yeah, that, give him a captain yeah so we got double points when he um when he inevitably scores a hat trick yeah I can't remember what team I think it might have been against Fulham 
already relegated Fulham. I stuck yeah. him in captain, and uh, yeah, he gets uh, gets me one point. So yeah, double that, get two points. Thanks, yeah. mate. <laughs> right. I gave I gave him the benefit that's, of the doubt. And next the next game, he got four points. That's why I've and I took him out after that. That's Unbelievable. Why, that's why I've stuck Tottenham players in my team, hoping that they won't score. <laughs> I put song. I put son in, so it is working. I think you yeah. uh, you overestimate your um, impact on the world, Lawrence. Yeah, I'm afraid. I, do I really? Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I know his patterns, and uh, yeah, it's chemtrails, isn't it? I, um, yeah, it's hard to hard to ignore after a while. I triple captained Aguero yeah. for this this past week because it was a double game week for City, and uh, yeah, I mean, you got the assist for Phil Foden's goal at the weekend, and then that's pretty much it. So it, yeah, I think I ended up with. You got seven points over the two matches, which comes out to twenty-one points. Which is like, you know, if if a player has like a particularly good game, they can just get that without it being doubled. You know what I mean? It just it barely seems worth it. Given like in previous seasons, I've triple captained like Alexis Sanchez and gotten seventy odd points just for him. It's just sort of like, oh fuck's sake. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I do take it as a personal slight mm. when a player doesn't score. It is really so, annoying. What yeah. have I done to you? Yeah. What have I done think, to make yeah. you do this? I think you're better than me. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like you were, thinking, you were saying about my influence on things. It's kind of like the reverse uh, of Nicholas Bentner, where he is playing, mm. but still, you know, it's nothing to do with him if it all goes wrong. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the days? Anyway. Yeah. Good old Bentner. Good old Bentner. I wish, yeah. I wish um, Arsenal had Bentner now. I mean that'd be pretty is funny. Is he in? Is he in jail? Doing a jail sentence now? He did go to jail for uh, what was it for? Like assault, assault or something? Taxi driver or something? Like that. Yeah, oh, he yeah. punched the taxi driver or something. Didn't he punch the taxi as well? Maybe. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, he like he tried to. I don't know. He tried to put his foot through the uh, windscreen or something. I think the taxi testified to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, taxi was exhausted after that. It was. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Nicholas Bentner. So that's yeah. For anyone unfamiliar, a former Arsenal player who um, had a fairly high opinion of himself. Um, yeah. Most would say higher than anyone else did um, while he was playing. And um, yeah, he's still still at it. He was, he was at Arsenal when he was very young. He was there as a teenager. Because I think he's he's still like... He's like barely thirty years old, isn't he? Like he's, I think he's, he's not that old. Like, he can't be older than 31, yeah. I don't think. Like he still is like he's not his career could conceivably still be kind of, you know something like his peak. Like he wouldn't be that far past his peak, uh, if he was as good as he repeatedly insisted that he was. Didn't he uh didn't he once say that he was the greatest footballer in the world? I think he said something to that effect. He was like he I think he said he deserved to be playing with the best footballers in the world. Like he, he should be playing for Barcelona and Real Madrid. And teams like that, um, because he belonged with the best players in the world. So I think I, you know, to give him the benefit of the doubt, I don't think he literally said I'm the best player in the world. He just heavily implied that he was one of the best players in the world. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's 31, just 31. Um, and the so the alleged best player in the world has played for clubs such as Birmingham City. Sunderland on loan where he scored eight Ugh. he scored eight in 28 games which yeah. isn't went to Juventus he went to Juventus on loan where he got a grand total of zero goals <laughs> then he was at uh, Wolfsburg where he got mm. three and then he went to Nottingham Forest which is you know where, where most mm. dreams go to die yeah um, but they'll they'll yeah. still insist they're a big club like they'll I mean they, they've got a big ground yeah they've got a big history 
they got a big trophy cabinet that hasn't been added to for 30 years but yeah, yeah and, and the rest now yeah it must be about 40 years yeah me. well I don't know if they maybe they won the milk cup at some point I'm thinking yeah I mean like late 80s early 90s was probably the last time that they came near to winning anything but yeah I just remember when when Bournemouth played them in the championship before they got promoted their program notes described them as uh, Bournemouth as championship minnows and they were very kind of um, snotty and condescending basically saying that like a team that small had no right to be you know basically saying that Nottingham Forest were too good to be playing against teams of that calibre and then at the end of that season Bournemouth of course got promoted as champions <laughs> and uh yeah, it's always funny when that happens. Yeah. You see quite a lot on like Twitter and stuff of people saying, I can't believe that Bournemouth versus Huddersfield is a Premier League game. This isn't right. Yeah. So well, how about your team like plays better and you know Yeah, it's like, oh I'm sorry, Leeds fans. Like oh, no. yeah. They'll be back. Can't wait. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there is like a there's a on six oh six a few weeks ago, Robbie Savage was trying to make that same argument that like, you know, we there shouldn't be like these small teams in the Premier League. It should be big big teams like Derby and Nottingham Forest and it's just like teams that he played for basically yeah, yeah exactly it's like yeah teams that haven't been big for 25 30 years it's like what do you think a big team quote unquote big team is now like a big team for northern people I think yeah. no, it's a big team when he was a kid yeah the glory days you know or like yeah like Lawrence said when he was still playing like teams that sort of put up with him <laughs> <laughs> is the only way I can describe it yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck Robbie Savage. Robbie Savage is the junior funders dipshit of the week for this week. Um, Cheers to that. We, yeah, I, I think we, we didn't officially crown one last week, but I think it, it was it, it was shared between Roy Keane and uh, Shkodra and Mustafi. I think would probably be our, our dipshits of the week for the last one. You guys are brave calling Roy Keane a dipshit. He's, like, he's currently without well, work, well, I, so I he didn't. could be round here within days. Uh, bring him on. Bring him. On. <laughs> he's a short fella. Lawrence is tall. He can. Yeah, he's got me. a low centre of gravity though isn't he I'll sweep the leg I'll do ground game on him yeah. he'll take he'll blow up your knee he'll, yeah he'll, that's true you see what he did to that Harlem guy he'll bite yeah. my neck he hasn't, he hasn't yeah. walked since yeah mm. um, but yeah Roy Keane shut up <laughs> um, and also I wrote, we forgot to do an Arsenal fan of the week um, for, for last week and I I had one all queued up and then completely forgot to do it. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn, Arsenal fan of the week. He's a he's a he's a gooner, and uh, it's well, it would last week's episode was during like the what would be the local elections up and down the UK. So that would have been incredibly apt uh, had we put even the slightest amount of forethought or planning into the episode. So uh, Jeremy Corbyn, you were the Arsenal fan of the week last week. Please come on the podcast. Um, Do you think he would? He probably would, yeah. He's, you mm-hmm. know, loves, I wouldn't mind. He loves doing random shit like that, doesn't he? Yeah, just call him a comrade. Mm. He'd enjoy it. Tell him it's for the greater good. Comrade That's Jezza. what I should do yeah. on Twitter. I should go at Jeremy Corbyn. Please follow. That's true. Yeah, Lawrence has been um, trying to sort of find novel ways to promote the podcast on, on Twitter. So he, he replied to Do- uh, Donald Trump tweet saying, hey, follow Junior Funners. <laughs> He, oh, How did that work uh, out? And he only got four likes, yeah, and uh, but yeah. didn't get any more followers. But never mind. I'll yeah. try again. Maybe I have to be more like, hey, hey, Blumpf. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you freaking Cheeto in yeah. chief. I don't know. Uh, Might go after one of those, um, you know, dumb kind of what they call themselves. You know, like never mind. One of those big accounts that um, moan about like, well, like fuck Jerry. 
uh, yeah, sort of moan about, like, you know... Oh, the intolerant left. Oh, I can't believe oh, it. Right. Yeah. Um, Those yeah. guys. Maybe I'll just Paul Joseph Watson send them a tweet. And, like, hey, follow yeah. follow Junior Own Libs by following our podcast. Yeah. That's what I said. Anyway. Yeah. Listen to our podcasting in Miles Chong. Um, we probably just want to do the, just to promote the podcast a bit more, do the, uh, the Alan Davis style uh, of promotion, oh, on, which he did on his podcast, where he just basically slagged off Liverpool. Oh yeah, and said that their, oh, he said their city's like entitled and you know victim culture. Yeah, basically, yeah. he did a Boris Johnson, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, the people were calling for his head and uh, and and Stoke. Death threat. People were threatening he, to kill his children. He did oh, say man. some pretty nasty stuff about the Hillsborough disaster, didn't he? Uh, uh, I think. Well, not, to play devil's advocate, I think it got taken <laughs> out of context. Yeah, the context of the podcast. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, if you just want to slag off some, uh, no, okay, some yeah. other was, was it when um he was at when it, um they know it's fake. I've already talked about how much I like Jurgen Klopp though. Uh, he's not from Liverpool. That's, that's true. Plastic. <laughs> Sorry, Lance. I cut right across you there. Oh, it doesn't matter. You sure? Yeah, it does. Yeah. All right. Who knows what kind of hot take we just missed? If that was, um, if that was a I've actually cancer, forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to it. Just if it comes back to you, just interrupt whatever we're doing at that point mm. and just say it. Yeah. Um, we should maybe introduce a put your hand up thing here, which obviously works very well on the podcast. I was going to say, yeah, audio medium. It's yeah. Oh, that was it. Uh, when Aaron Ramsey got his leg broke by Ryan Shawcross, that was the other one because he went on a rant about uh, Stoke, Stoke and the fans, and uh, apparently he was. Yeah. Was he sort of? I couldn't remember because he was going to do a stand-up gig in Stoke, and I'm not sure whether they tried to like ban him or something. Yeah, he got yeah he got loads of abuse. Yeah, but... that was, yeah. was good. Yeah, <laughs> if I remember, that was... that was a good podcast. Yeah, it was... I enjoyed that. They stopped mm. doing it. Well, it kept as I said it. Was a gap in the market. On the first episode, they became quite depressing after a while because it was in the. Uh, 2014 era, sort of when Wenger out was emerging. It's, it's and, fever pitch. Yeah. Mm. It got a bit depressing and yeah. Yeah. Good times. So, yeah, like I said, we're trying to fill that gap by with a bit more positivity. Yeah, a bit more, uh, not too serious. You know, it's only yeah. football, but still. It's only a game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Bona League. Uh, that's the the fantasy football league. That's that's what we you know that's what, what we all have in common here. Um, so we're yeah. not friends. We're just uh, yeah league acquaintances. Yeah, we all just constantly yeah snipe at each other, trying to outscore each other. So as it stands, um, we've got three matches to go. Three three more game weeks to go um, this season. Um, so propping up the table, we've got uh, Simon Atkins, uh, our friend Sai. Steam Hams FC. Steam Hams. Some uh, good team names. We got some good team names in the league. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with. Uh, yeah, Bona League as a as a league name is is pretty solid. But yeah, the actual team names I'm pretty proud of. Um, so yeah, ninth place. I think we did have ten of us. I don't know if. Uh, I think Mike McFarlane maybe dropped out at some point. But um, yeah, so we got yeah Simon Atkins at, at the bottom. He's on uh, one thousand one hundred and forty five points currently. I don't think Sai takes it that seriously. Well, I think he's forgotten his password. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't logged in. Last time I spoke to him, he, he hasn't logged in all season. Yeah, but... I mean, looking at his looking at his current lineup, he's got uh yeah, he's got keeper as Lager, 
the Chelsea keeper in goal. He's got uh, Luca Dina at the back. He obviously had a pretty good, uh, pretty good week. And then he's got uh, Lichsteiner for Arsenal. Stephen, who's kind of so far down the pecking order, we haven't even talked about yeah. him yet. I um, forgot he was playing. We're four <laughs> episodes in, and we haven't even talked about Stephen Lichsteiner. I forgot he existed. Yeah, I thought he was a country. I thought he was still at Juventus. Um, and then he's got you've got Pereira for for Leicester, Shakiri, Jack Wilshire. Yeah, he's got Jack Wilshire in his team. So yeah, don't think he's paying that much attention. Uh, Moutinho and Mares is his captain, and then uh, up top he's got uh, which are you? Is it that plays for Palace? Is that Jordan? Jordan. Uh, I think they swap over. Yeah, they just yeah. Whoever's, they one, whoever's in the area. They got one IU shirt, and then it's whoever's nearest to the stadium. Yeah, one does the home games, one does the away games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, check out their stats; they're amazing. Um, and then he's got yeah Ings, uh, and then Salomon Rondon uh, up front. So yeah. Yeah, Sai doesn't touch that for a while. Not doing too badly considering he's not, yeah, paying any attention uh, at all. And then uh, up in eighth place, we got a uh, previously mentioned um, friend of the pod, Martin Higgins with Dirty Sanchez, is the name of his team. Um, he's on uh, 1,508 points. So he's, he's pretty well clear of Simon. No, no chance of him getting relegated this season. So he's sort of a. Yeah, he's, he's safe. I guess he's sort of like Newcastle, I guess. Um, yeah, he's had a pretty good week, 60 points this week. Um, and then uh, above him, we got uh, Tariq, our friend Tariq, uh, who's on 1,619 points. Uh, his, uh, his team name's Fickled Onion, which I don't quite... I don't know. Is that just is that just a pun on... Is there a level that I'm missing to that, or is it just a pun on Pickled Onion? Uh, I think you're probably thinking about it too much. I think there is just... Mm. Just a pun on pickled onion. Okay, but Tariq, do do write in if you have a, Tweet a fun story at behind Junior that. Funders. Please I, correct it. I forget- quite enjoyed the Lawrence's story about his team name in the earlier episode. We, yeah, we, we forgot to we forgot to say at the end of podcasts uh, our Twitter handle and everything else. That's true. Yeah, yeah we got to run over at Junior Funders. Saying that, yeah, at Junior Funders on Twitter, and we are on Facebook as well. But I haven't set up the page yet, so. So you're not don't, on Facebook yet? Don't go there. We, we got a page and it says Junior Funders, <laughs> but there's no information on it or anything. Um, and then, yeah, so above Tariq in sixth place is me. Um, my team name's Ariana Grande. Um, we talked about that in a previous episode. I use like a different so into you, pop sensation into for, for each season. So I'm on uh, 1,705 points. There was... It was a lot closer between me and Tariq um, a few months ago. Um... So there was kind of a battle, kind of a yeah battle for, for sixth place, um, but yeah, it looks as though I don't want to jinx it, but I'm, I would say I'm pretty well clear of him now. Um, but just above me is James Foster, who is pretty well clear of me in in fifth place. He's on one thousand eight hundred and forty five points, so he's a good one hundred and forty points ahead of me in fifth place. Um, his team name: the Kita Maya Hart. That is the best team name in this league. It is ridiculous. So that's that's three different footballers in one in one team name. The Kita Maya Hart. And and obviously you've got John the that famous goalkeeper, John the yeah. at the start. Yeah, John yeah, I think you uh, yeah. Former West Brom, is it West Brom? John the For a while, yeah. 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 Um so yeah, he's um he also played his triple captain this week from the looks of it. Um and he Put it, oh, he did even worse than I did. He, uh, he gave it to Jimenez and got 12 points for it. So oh dear. That's, oof, that's some con- uh, consolation, I guess. 
for me. Um, and then and then we get into the then we get into the real. We're under the top four now, so we're under the the big boys. So we have got Mantle with a plum, Lawrence Yates, yeah, in fourth, um, one thousand eight hundred and seventy two points. So James could still catch you. I don't think he will though. Yeah, well, I I I gotta remember to uh, update my team because I forget sometimes. But somehow mm. I still managed to get points because I got Salah. So yeah, you know. Well, so you, you played your bench boost this week, yeah. so you got some. We uh, got three games left, so I think for the last. There. Uh, games of the season I'm going to use my triple captain but save it well I I usually try and save it for like a double Mm. game week where but like I said this week it didn't really didn't really pay off this time Um, and then above uh, just above you in third place we've got Jason Jason Manning uh, Sherla Knott um, another player based pun name decent pretty good uh, yeah he's on one no he's he's still a firm isn't he yeah 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 um, doesn't play anymore. No. Yeah. He's on a two-year loan, which I imagine is gonna turn into a one-year loan. I would. Yeah. There must be an option for him to get out if they get relegated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jason's on one thousand nine hundred and six points. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, you could still catch him. Uh, you you break into the in the top three there, Lawrence. Yeah. Well, um, just go. That's, that's a decent decent game week away. Yeah. Mm. Um. Just looking at how he's done this previous when week. When he finished last months. year? Was it fifth or fourth? Don't know. We can probably anyway. get up in a minute. I think Jason was the early leader. He was leading this league for quite a while. This he was, season. yeah. He kind of jumped right away with it. But, mm. but alas. And then we uh, and then we get to the, the, the top two. So this is the uh, the Liverpool-Man City-style race for the title. Um, we got uh, our friend Tom Reeves in second place with uh, Obi-Wan Iwobi. Um Solid name. Good, good. Yeah, very good uh, pun name there. So he's on uh, 1,970, 1970 points. Um, 66 points this week. I think he's also played his bench boost. Um, he's Captain Jimenez as well for this week. A lot of people a lot of people back in Jimenez. Include, I think I've had him in my team, but I, I didn't captain him or anything. But yeah. Um, and then at the top with... 99 points this game week is our honoured guest for this week, Mr. Gary Hill, Hello. with uh, his team, Jacques Khan. Jacques Khan. So it's another two, uh, yeah, multiple name, pun, team name, um, which uh, there must be a more clever way of saying that, but uh, I went with that car crash. Multi-pun. Sentence. Yeah, multi-pun. And uh, yeah, 99 points in a, a single, and you... I did it with. I mean, I did it with not very. I was going to say you haven't really got like any players that had a like amazing, amazing week. You've sort of got a lot on that are sort of on just about double digits, but they're kind yeah. of peppered throughout the team, so it all adds up nicely. I think. Yeah, I think I only got two players that scored actually: Doherty mm. and Sigurdsson, who's on my bench. But luckily, he's uh, bench boost, so I got those extra points. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's just my defenders. They all got double digits. Oh, yeah. Because they were... Uh, actually, Alexander-Arnold, he didn't have a double game week, but he got me 11. Mm. I had Laporte and Doherty. Yeah. Who got... Laporte got two clean sheets and Doherty got one clean sheet and a goal. Yeah. I always I think, think it's kind of a waste to have a centre-back, so I just fill mine with full-backs. Any, well, any Lawrence, sort of that's probably why you're yeah. fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, it worked early in the season, but never mind. I, yeah, I think... I had a real uh, bad uh, December and January. Mm. I think last season and the season before, I had all, like, 
left backs or something for the whole season. <laughs> Basically, don't like, try and set your team up like a real team. Yeah, no, no. That is a, that's a fool's errand. So you should have you should have all wing backs and then all attacking midfielders and then yeah. all like because I lone strikers. I've got top. I've got Johnny in as one of my defenders for for Wolves, and he is I think he's technically a midfielder. Like Wolves use him as like a sort of wing back midfielder, but he's in there as a defender and he's constantly getting like assists and goals and it's just sort of like yeah, that's that's a great hack. Of course, like Kalasanak was a good choice for that as well, not so much recently, but yeah, he'd always Arsenal would barely ever keep any clean sheets, but he'd always get assists and whatnot. So it's just like, yeah. If you can get wing backs and full backs. But uh, every now you know, if you get a centre back for a team that is good from set pieces, like West Brom were always good with that, like, you know, sending up like the, in the Pulis era where they just have like you know six foot four six foot five players in every position on the pitch um, yeah if you had like a West Brom defender in, in your defence chances were they'd score from a corner more often than not yeah so. I think maybe like three seasons ago in Fantasy League I think everyone had Gareth McCauley yeah because he was getting like one goal in every three games. He got something yeah. ridiculous. He ended he was, the season. I don't think he quite got to double digits, but he ended the season on like eight or nine goals, which for a centre back is nuts. He was one of the like top five scoring players overall. <laughs> yeah, he crazy, was. Really, yeah, crazy they, stats. They kept so many clean sheets, and he would yeah, he just score from like free kicks and corners. Like he just go up and smash everyone else out of the way. And it was yeah, I remember that season. It was nuts. He was like 36, 37 that season as well. It was crazy. <laughs> Said no legs, but his head, yeah, so amazing. Just for you people, just to sort of catch people up that don't uh, aren't as deeply entrenched in fantasy football as we are. So basically, you you get points um, if you you get a, given a budget at the start of the season, and every player is given like a, a hypothetical value. It doesn't really match their their real life transfer fee if you're actually going to try and buy them. But you know, the players that are more likely to score more goals and get more points are worth more and the ones that aren't are worth less. It's, you know, it's not, it doesn't take a genius. Um, but yeah, you, you have to pick it before the start of the season and you will get points if you, for, for all your defenders and your goalkeeper, you will get points for if they keep a clean sheet, i.e. if they don't concede any goals in the match. Um, you'll also get points if they are involved in setting up a goal. Uh, it's known as an assist. So if they assist in setting up a goal, um, you get points for that. And you get points for if they play the full 90 minutes. Basically, you get you get two points if they play a full 90 minutes and you get one point if they play an hour. Is that Or is it one half? I can't I think remember. It's, I think it's one an point hour. every 45 minutes or so. I thought it. I think it used to be there to play for at least an hour and then you get a point. But I think, I think now it is like one for every 45 minutes. But... Yeah, uh, and you get points deducted uh, if they if they get booked, so if they get a, a yellow card and get caution, you get a point deducted, and if they get sent off, that's two points away. Um, so, yeah, and also um, defenders and goalkeepers, every every two goals they concede is a is a point deducted as well. So yeah, I think so. If they if your team loses two nil, that'll be a point taken off for your defenders or your goalkeeper. Um, but goalkeepers do get an extra point for every three saves they make as well so it is possible to get a very high scoring goalkeeper without them necessarily keeping many clean sheets if they're a keeper like Fabianski for West Ham makes a shit ton of saves but they rarely keep clean sheets so he still gets a lot of points just because he makes a lot of saves and he saves penalties as well if a goalkeeper saves a penalty that's an extra four points or something and it's basically the equivalent of them getting a goal 
Yeah. So it's so yeah. Um, and then yeah, midfield kind of the same. I think they get one point if they keep if they if they keep a clean sheet while they're playing midfielders. I think so. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that because sometimes they get they get yeah clean sheet bonuses, but it might only be for defensive midfielders. I don't I don't really know how it works. I'm not really, yeah because sometimes I see that pop up on some players and sometimes not. But I think it, yeah if they're yeah if they're like a cent- central midfielder um, or a defensive midfielder, they'll get an extra point for keeping a clean sheet. And same with all the other players, you know, if they if they get an assist setting up a goal or if they score a goal, they get points for that. Um, and same with your forward. I think forwards get, forwards only get four points for each goal, don't they? Whereas midfielders get five, is that right? Or something like that. I think, don't know. I think forwards get like one point less because they're forwards, I think. I'm not sure. Because they're supposed to score. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit unfair, but. Is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I just try, try not to think about it too much. I think yeah. that's the error. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when I spend hours trying to work out a team o- over a week, and then, you, yeah, like I put in Mane, because I was like, he scored nine nine times in a row. I'm going to yeah. stick him in. Oh, and he's got me one point because he got a yellow card. Mm. Brilliant. I'm kind of sabotaging my <clears throat> sabotaging my team anyway, because I want well, Arsenal... With cause I want, players, it's... Yeah, I want Arsenal to try and get into top four. So it's like, I'm not sticking any Arsenal players in my team. I, don't, <laughs> I have this idea that I... Curse them or something. Yeah. yeah, I think everyone, every football yeah. fan, feels like they have some kind of influence yeah. on their team, don't they? Yeah. I suppose it all bounces out in the end. Anyway, I think yeah. I, ever since, ever since I put Luka Milivojevic in, um, he's been sort of the one, the one kind of consistently good player in my team. <laughs> ever since I put him in a few weeks ago, he's a babe. He is. He's, he's a, a godsend. Because of like, penalties, though, it is. It's, it's sort of. It's. It's like. It's like we were talking about Pogba earlier. Like, I think he's he's got is it ten? He's got ten goals this season or something. Milivojevic and nearly all of them are penalties. Like it's yeah. And I think the, the odd free kick he takes their free kicks every now and then. But yeah, and yeah. the thing he plays in a, a team with uh, Wilf Sahar who gets a penalty every other game because mm. there's basically you know he's a talented player, but a lot of the tactics are set up for him to get fouls. Yeah, because he's just so in and much around the box. Than, yeah. Yeah, it's just you can't help but foul him because he's so fast. Yeah. So it kind of works perfectly. It is. Yeah. That's a good good partnership. It's though. a good scam. It's yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. We're on to them. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's only with stuff like that it is only a matter of time before teams figure it out. Like someone someone will figure out a way of stopping Will Saha, but it, Maybe you just let him run through on goal. Just, yeah, let him wander offside maybe. Just yeah. Yeah, maybe Get everyone just, step up. And maybe, then, maybe if he's one on one with the keeper he just panics. Yeah, and just very, fluffs it. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't know what to do. Just short, short circuits. Yeah, it could be Theo Walcott syndrome. He just overthinks it. Takes too many touches. Oh yeah, and the chance is gone. Yeah, Theo Walcott. Unlucky Theo. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. he's he's got a lot of potential though, Theo Walcott. He's going to no, come yeah. good one day. He's yeah, a good young player. Like for England, one he's day. finally yeah. going to yeah, just yeah. A, a, a sprightly thirty-year-old uh, young man. Yeah. Um, well, he got a goal against Man United, you know. Yeah, doesn't everyone he got the fourth goal <laughs> yeah United. that is very like, Theo Walcott I like I like when he scored he went up right, like it was like one of those like like he was in like some sort of derby and was like went up to the uh, crowd and was like yeah it's like, <laughs> you're 4-0 up calm down but I th- I, what, to, to yeah. be fair to him it is like you know you've just scored and that means that you're then winning 4-0 at home against Man United yeah. that is especially you know being like you know the other side of the Mersey and that like that is that is kind of a huge, and you know, he obviously played for Arsenal for a decade. Like you know, he hates more Man United as much as anyone. 
but yeah, it is, it is a bit weird for him to just be like, like he scored the winner in a cup final or whatever, and just be like, yes. But I don't know. Yeah, that was what a game. What a game. Um, but yeah, probably shouldn't dwell too much on that because by the time everyone hears this, that was weeks ago. Um, so I think yeah, that that. I hope that sheds some light on Bona League um, for everyone listening at home. If you want to join Bona League, um, let us know on Twitter and we'll we'll send you the code for next season so you can join us. Um, you know, it always makes it more fun and more competitive when you got more. It feels more like a real league than when you got like because I'm part of the, I, I I'm <laughs> I'm part of a couple of other leagues and one of them is uh, uh, for for work where Gary, you also work. Um, are you part of the, that league as well? I am or? part of that league. Yeah, I'm. I'm currently forty third in that league, which I'm oh, pretty I'm, pleased about. So, just to demonstrate how big that league is, I am currently. Let me just uh, check here. So I want to get the number correct. Um, Do you need some of my fingers to count this? I'm currently two hundred sixty eighth. Oh, that's all right. In that league, so it it's yeah, so it it. The bigger the league, the kind of yeah more competitive it ends up being, um, which is yeah very very fun for everyone. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see how many people in total are in there. I think it might be getting on for the like thousand, maybe around about that. Maybe yeah. There's a lot. Maybe not a thousand because that's probably like half the workforce. So I think I'll probably massively overestimate that. I think that. in total they employ about five thousand people around the country. So a thousand might not be that crazy um i'm a few pages in and oh there we go 341 oh okay so my estimate was not too bad no no for uh, for someone who works as a data analyst that is a brilliant estimate estimate, of uh, numbers there yeah yep you analyzed the the figures that were available to you and i um, analyzed the numbers that were not in my head so who's bottom um ligsy's goal poachers who actually is uh, Matt, Daniel Liggins? He actually has more points than Simon Atkins does. Um, so he's probably so, he's probably logged in at some point. So yeah, just trying to see if I actually know any of these people. Probably not. I mean, mm. it's it's uh, yeah. He's looking at his team. He's captain Firmino, so he might not have logged in for a while. Yeah, yeah. I was in a I'm in a few leagues, but not that many. And I for a few seasons I was in a league just me and my brother. Right. playing against each other a two man league oh wow so you could That's obviously intense. finish worst you could finish was second yeah which is kind of nice yeah but also you know um, and that so we played it for two seasons and both seasons without fail my brother would forget his login within two weeks <laughs> and I think I think the first season we did it was uh, he had he had Joe Hart in goal and that was the season that Joe Hart he went, went on, out to who went on loan to Torino uh, and he also oh. had um, uh, Corrado from Chelsea, who went on like a two, oh. three season loan to Juventus. Yeah, and he, his whole season, he had those two players in the team. That that happened uh, again. We've mentioned him already. Martin, Martin, Martin didn't realize. Martin didn't realize you could make transfers until like February. Yeah, until like well past like the January transfer window. Like you know, we were like into the second half of the season. He did that exact same thing. He had Joe Hart as his goalkeeper. And it was just like every week it'd just be like zero because he went out on loan to Torino. I think he had he had like Rooney as well and Rooney got like injured for like his season ended like really early. It was, yeah, he didn't, he, he only realised like around February that you could actually 
change players. You realize you had to like you could you didn't have to commit to the first uh, fifteen players you pick in August for the whole season. It's um, yeah. So and then yeah, I think the other the other league I'm in, I'm twentieth out of twenty six. So not not a strong season for Ariana Grande. Um, there's always next season, Ollie. There's always next season. Yeah, next season I've got to figure out who I'm going to be next. Like Billy Eilish. I do like that Ario Grande song. I do I'm like that so Grande. You so, so I don't really listen to the radio, but I heard an Ariana Grande song for the first time like two weeks ago. Mm. And yeah, yeah. I guess, it's, I mean, a 30-year-old man probably isn't her target audience. I was going to say, it's for children, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Stan so cool, Twitter. Like, Shout out to Stan Twitter. Is it yeah. th- thank you next? Yeah. yeah that's the, a, the letter U? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Like it's, Prince. Like Prince, yeah. yeah. Uh, wasn't, wasn't a massive fan of that song. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's a pretty good lead into uh, cultural appropriation. Um, so let's do that. Cultural appropriation is where we talk about, uh, we take a step back from football and that and talk about pop culture things what we like um so gary have you got any recommendations for us for telly film music books whatever uh in terms of tv mm. uh this isn't very current but it doesn't have to be yesterday i finished watching the american office oh okay so i'm, I'm a bit delicate at the moment right emotionally I still haven't. I haven't seen all of the final season of that. I've seen pretty much all the rest of it. I, I never. I never got to the end of the final season. It's just because there's so there's nine seasons of yeah. twenty plus episodes. It's a lot. So it's probably more time than I spent with some of my family. <laughs> you know, over my lifetime. Yeah. So it's you know it's a. I feel like I'm part of the part of the office culture there now. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's it's still raw for me. Yeah. To think that I'm not going to see. Jim and Pam for yeah. a while. And Andy but it's a good and, show, yeah, and yeah. Andy and but it's just a great, great show. I was hesitant to watch it, that's why, you know, I'm sitting in twenty nineteen, I've only just watched yeah. it after it finished like six years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> but it's because I, I was such a massive fan of the UK office when it came out yeah. and I thought, uh, the American one's gonna be all American and not great, but it is very American. But, it's a but it is thing. great. It is yeah, like it's it's a different thing from the British office as well like it is it's kind of its own it's not really beyond like the first season it's not really trying to be like the UK office it's I think of, it's just the first episode is basically scene for scene yeah with the jelly and yeah, the yeah. stapler and stuff spoiler alert yeah uh, spoiler 18 years after anyone that's not seen the first episode of the office um yeah, but after that, there's a couple of jokes in the next few episodes but other than that it's completely different yeah it's, it's a completely different beast and it's it's good. I, it, I, it. I, I, yeah, I. It's it's not very cool to admit to liking The Office because it's just sort of like a such a, it's such a kind of popular thing. It's you know. It's I bit, thought it was very cool until you said that. It's a bit bait. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to have a word with you, Gary. You're not cool. Uh, so you're not even a, recording this. Are you? <laughs> it's, it's an intervention. It's a coolness intervention. Um, Did no, I pass? It, Did I pass? It, we'll talk about it afterwards. Um, but it, I, yeah, like the, the office is kind of like you know, there's a lot of kind of basic normie people that have kind of adopted it as like you know, oh my god, this everything, is me. And everything on Twitter is just an office gif reaction. It's yeah, just, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. getting obnoxious. Under every every tweet that has kind of 
more than like a thousand likes, you can guarantee there is yeah, there's some kind of office GIF underneath it, and it gets. I a bit, remember it gets a bit tedious, but it's it sort of it's worth going back and revisiting because it is there is there's a reason why it's so popular. It is, it is really funny a lot of it, and it's you know, and I also I would recommend um, if you haven't done it already, I think. I think pretty much all the like the blooper reels for each season are on YouTube. Um, oh, really? You can, you can check because a lot of I know Steve Carell and Rain Wilson are both they're both like improv guys. They're both so they improvised a fair bit of their like of their dialogue and their scenes together. So there's just so many <laughs> there's just so many like alternate versions of takes that they did with scenes that they're in together, which are just like filthy, but they're also so fun. like you know, they obviously couldn't put them in the episode, but they're like almost funnier than some of the stuff that ended up in the show. Like, it's it's so, so good. So, yeah, I, I would recommend watching... If, if you can track them down, you can go, like, season by season. It's, like, 20, 30 minutes worth of bloopers for each season. Um, oh, wow. Some of that stuff that is really, really funny. Like, it's, you know... They're obviously great in the show, but it kind of reminds you just how, like, just how brilliant a comedic mind, uh, like, Steve Carell and Rain Wilson and, and all those people are. Like, it's, it's, it's so good. It's a good show. I quite enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, you got uh, you got some recs for us. Oh man, um, I just I would like to do a, a quick retraction from uh, oh, okay. the previous episode. You I would, said you like to stop recommending one something. one band that I recommended in a previous episode um, called uh, Sunset Rollercoaster. I said they were from Japan. Uh, they're from uh, Taiwan. Ooh, Ooh. Yikes! Not a great look, fam. I'm um, sorry uh, to have upset people if I did. Mm. Um, that ain't yeah. it, Chief. Um, trying to recommend something. Oh God. I'm giving away all my favourite music, so I'm gonna to have to look up quickly. What, <laughs> One band. There's, it's a really good. It's going to Vonnie Bear. Okay, okay. I recommend an album that I really enjoyed last year by this um, synth group called The Midnight, and there's an album I think that came out last year. It's a cool name. It's called. It was just called Kids. It's a very sort of very eighties uh, synth nostalgia stuff. If you're into that sort of stuff. Yeah, the midnight. Right now. The album's called uh, Kids. It's cool. a pretty great album. I uh, yeah. I uh, what am I going to recommend? Um, uh, I'll recommend since it's since we're talking about shows that are just finished. Um, uh, Fleabag. Anyone that's not watched Fleabag, that's that's a great show, and apparently it's not going to be it's not going to be coming back. The, the, the second series just finished airing. It's all on the BBC iPlayer. Um, it yeah, but I I don't know because I'm a weirdo. I guess I, I I like it when it gets kind of real and sad and depressing. It's a very very funny show and there's lots of big laughs in it and it's very filthy. Um, but yeah, there's moments in it when it gets really kind of really kind of quite heavy emotionally and I I, I really love all that stuff. It's all written so well and acted so well and Phoebe Waller Bridge is is just uh, is is amazing and everyone in it is. The cast is incredible. Like, uh, uh, Brett Gelman uh, plays like a scumbag brother-in-law, and it, I love Brett Gelman. He's a very, very funny comedian. I urge anyone um, that's not familiar with the Comedy Bang Bang podcast to check out. There's an appearance that he did on there fairly early on, where he reads a short story called Eye Brain, um, which you can listen to on YouTube. Um, I won't say anything about it, but it, it's uh, yeah, check out Eye Brain by Brett Gelman. It is it's it's just an amazing piece of. Um, <laughs> of, of storytelling uh, yeah and he's in it and Hugh he's Dennis a, he's in the office as well 
Is Brett Gilman in the office? Yeah, he's he's a, he's a magician in it for like one minute. Oh, okay. He's, the, yeah. he, he pops up in it, but he's in he was in he's in Stranger Things as well. He's in the second season of Stranger Things, and he's in uh, he's in the new series of Twin Peaks that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, really? um, he's yeah, he's in loads of stuff. He's yeah, great great comedic actor and just a really funny guy, and he's really good at playing just awful scumbag shitheads. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, check out Fleabag. Um, you know, you probably heard a lot of hype about it, but. Similar to The Office, there's a reason for that hype. It's just really good. So that about brings us to the end of uh, this week of, of Junior Funners. Um, follow us on Twitter. We're at Junior Funners. Uh, like and subscribe and all that. Write us reviews because that helps us. Um, bye. Bye.